But having said that, I'm I'm the first to admit I don't know much about I don't know anything about vaccines or how they work. Um, and a lot of people, and, and I guess it's reasonable, uh, have expressed concerns over even Masons I know expressed concerns over. They feel like it was a short time period from when we first had COVID. They feel like this, the process was rushed. So I guess my question is, uh, you know, with your medical expertise, was the process rushed? What? How did the vaccine work? What are the? Are there potential dangers? Um, kind of just your take on the the vaccine process. Sure. So a couple of things normally happen when you go through a vaccine uh, development, a vaccine trial. You go to a phase one where you're trying to focus on uh, where things are, you know, what's working, what's what you what what is your what is your idea for the vaccine development? Um, you know, how has it responded to a small subset of people? You know, if it becomes promising and shows some favorable results, then you go to phase two. Uh, and in phase two, you know, you 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 widen the scopes because you want a much more diverse population to see what are what are the implications. So you're not just um, biasing to one group of people. Uh, phase three is similarly, you go into a larger full full trial. You know, much more much more individuals in, in the tens of thousands, uh, if not more. And the goal there is to once again look at uh, what we call safety and efficacy. What are the results that are showing up, and how are those safety trials being developed? And then you continue to uh, proceed to evaluate that. You know, in the in those next phases, uh, to at least where you get to the point where. You feel that, okay, um, you know, let's say you're two years out, the numbers are looking good, you know, the data is fine, and we uh, can then start to grow vaccine. And once you grow vaccine, that takes maybe another year or two, uh, and then you start to disseminate vaccine out, right? That's the normal process. In a pandemic (laughs) where we have millions of people being infected uh, and countless dying uh, in, in the six figures and up, you know, the the scenario that uh, fell into place was that um, a couple of things transpired in December, roughly by the end of December, beginning of January, once the virus was identified, SARS-CoV-2, uh, which we called COVID-19, that uh, genetic makeup of that, dis- that that virus was disseminated to public health labs uh, and scientific labs across the world. Canada got it. Italy got it. Every everyone who had a public health lab or or, or a scientific, you know, uh, laboratory, uh, like virus, you know, vir- virology lab received a copy of what what that uh, genetic makeup of this pandemic. And from that moment in time, folks uh, either shifted work that they were already doing on vaccine development or virus development to focus on this because it's a new it's pandemic, which means it has not existed in our in our lexicon uh, for you know at all. The neat thing, if I can use the term neat uh, tongue in cheek, the neat thing about uh, making that shift, we already had before uh, COVID-19, we had six other human coronaviruses that we were exposed to. SARS-1, MERS, M-E-R-S, Middle Eastern Restoration Syndrome, which is another coronavirus. And then there were four coronaviruses which were identified in the 1960s. All right. So and so having that um, and even looking at the history of the SARS virus and the MERS virus, you know, there's they were already um, researchers in place working on uh, potential vaccines to address those particular viruses. Uh, 
So the pivot or the shift into focusing on this one was an easier framework for several, right? So it wasn't as if they started in December or January. They started focusing on the current strain that we have while using several of the technologies and the research that they've been doing for a while, sometimes two years, sometimes a bit more than that. So when the public doesn't really know those nuances and just hear Operation Warp Speed and there's a, there's a vaccine, you know, they think, oh, you just created this vaccine and it's not tested. Now, in reality, as um, if, I'm, if I'm getting these numbers right, just let me make sure I say it correctly. In reality, we know that we are 43 vaccines that are currently in phase one across the world. Phase one, there are 43 different vaccines that are being tested for safety and the proper dosage. Is this dose going to work? Is this going to be the proper one? There are 20 that are in phase two, which means that they expanded into safety trials in the human population and looking to really increase that, that group. Then there are 18 that are in the large-scale phase three. So, you know, there are a lot of other vaccine candidates that are out there being, you know, tested, et cetera. Um, and we know at least there are six that are in early limited use. So all that means is because you normally follow that process that I described for like maybe about two years or so, um, what they have done because of there being an emergency, because we're seeing a run on these deaths in these cases, the idea is like we should not wait until two years. You know, we probably would decimate the entire or the human population by that time. So we will make an emergency use authorization to use what we have currently based on the information that we have been collecting thus far, which seems to be promising to some extent. So we can do that to at least save the larger humanity versus that of waiting an additional two years uh, to then start to grow the virus. The other piece of that storyline is, as I mentioned to you before, you go through this process of growing the vaccine and testing it or developing the test, and then you start to manufacture it. The difference in this case was that um, while the vaccine trials were being developed, there was also the decision made to start to manufacture those same vaccines while concurrently testing them out. The whole idea was uh, if, if in fact the numbers are promising, they show some, you know, some great value in the, um, in the uh, efficacy and the uh, data that's collected, you don't have to then sit down for another six to nine to 12 months or two years to create new vaccine. You would have already been created and have it on, on tap, you know, given if everything works out. So as a result, we now see the six vaccines that are in limited use between uh, China, Russia, the U.S., you know, other countries, um, you know, Canada, United Arab, Arab Emirates, Bahrain, etc. Two have been at least approved for full use, um, both in the U.S. and other parts of the world, such as um, the Moderna and the and the Pfizer vaccines, which are mRNA. And there's one that was actually abandoned after the trial uh, gave um, negative results. I want to say negative results. It had negative outcomes, meaning because of what they did to uh, try to um, try to secure how they wanted to detect this virus, they ended up um, resulting in an unintended uh, result, whereas the body thought it was HIV and was producing antibodies against HIV, which resulted in folks getting a positive HIV result. They didn't have HIV, but based on how they, um, how they had made some, some, um, 
how they had created their vaccine, the vaccine incorrectly gave the the immunologic response uh, a signal that, oh, this is HIV. So that entire vaccine trial was abandoned and basically, you know, shelved and, 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 and trashed because you don't want to be, you know, uh, giving the body the perception that an individual has HIV when they, does, when they don't. So with that said, when people say that, well, things are happening too fast, uh, et cetera, the only thing that really happened differently was that one, they started growing it while they were while they were testing it out versus waiting two years out to start growing it. And two, uh, at least the, the early two vaccines that were approved are a new style vaccine that doesn't require you to create uh, or use an, a, a what we call inactivated virus. We don't have to use a lesser virus to enter uh, to create a vaccine and put that in you so that you have a response. But instead, this mRNA just tells the body that to create a protein and then that body fights off the protein uh, with your immune response. So some of that I would say, uh, and having those positive results of over 94% uh, efficacy when they probably anticipated 50 to 60, you know, really gave um, the, really gave that impetus for why the vaccine on an emergency basis, you know, has been pushed out because it's shown such promising early results.